0: Welcome, everybody. Welcome into the Expansion Mansion. It's episode two, and we finally got some Major League Soccer to talk about. Inject it straight into my veins. Okay, let's talk about who is on this deck this season, starting with the one, the only, Max Preto's.
1: Love the shirt, Connor.
2: Thank you. <laughs> we need think? a
1: mustache and a red Ferrari. That's a dated <laughs> reference, but uh, many people know. Magnum P.I.?
2: Tom Bogart knows what's up. Tom Bogart, yes.
1: It's Magnum P.I.? Philly,
0: welcome back.
3: What's going on, fellas? Uh, I'm kind of wondering, how the heck did you guys get changed so quickly from the intro up until now? It's like magic. I'm Illusions. glad
0: someone noticed. <laughs> yeah.
2: <also> ha! You thought <laughs> it again. I was going to have a hat on. It's but I head. don't. I changed. It, I, I'm glad you took the hat off. I, I yeah. like the like hat.
0: Your face is very uh, what do you symmetric.
2: Call- this is like
1: kind of Big Lebowski- I know, it is very bold. Throw, throw a couple <laughs> frames. Very So, bowler, sure. so welcome White
2: back, Vince LaRosa. <laughs> right. Let's get to the show before people get bored with us, right? All right, but hey, guys, don't forget to like this video and subscribe to the channel. Uh, that will help us get more viewers. And if you hit that bell icon, you'll be notified when we're doing things like this, a.k.a. going live. So do it now. Uh, Thumbs up. Well,
0: don't, don't have to leave to do it, but please do no, it No, we're now, looking okay. at all of you.
2: Soccer USA, Daniel, Gomez. Click that bell. We know that they've we know already you're done there. It. Those are yeah, those yeah. are our people. Those we are like our good that. people. We like that for you guys. All right, guys. If you watched LFC 360 earlier today, which you should have been unless you were working, you already know. But if you're just tuning in, here's what to expect from hashtag #trending. Every weekend there will be storylines, headlines, if you will, or what the kids like Connor call vibing on social media. I you'll have vibing? to explain that to me. Don't say that. I can't say it. No. There's only
0: terms in which only a certain generation. Is there an, an age limit? Can Bredo say it? No chance.
2: Okay, uh, I, all right, guys. These are our CY favorite right through me, right? These are our favorite <laughs> headlines in hashtag trending fan. Guys, let's start out hot. Uh, the CCL teams—they <laughs> played well in CCL, are well you laughing? in MLS. Oh, Wait, well, yeah, why are you laughing? No,
1: some good camera time there for. Uh, it was just a nice. Tender moment of the show. I like okay. it. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, let's tender. Very end. Uh, let's get back on track. <laughs> CCL teams. Uh, MLS has had every kind of excuse for why they didn't do well in CCL. What are the teams' excuses for <laughs> in MLS? Uh, tired legs.
1: They put too. They invested too much into the conca cavity. We usually hear that's the exact opposite. That they're not ready, but they were clearly ready than they had. But there's, there is, as a collective group, there was something missing. No one. None of the teams, that of the four teams that played, none scored a goal, and all four lost. New England didn't play. Didn't look great. Yeah. Early.
2: Seattle was a team last year that we felt like they should have gone farther and they didn't put any into it. And then this year they crushed the team in the second leg and then they looked really, really tired. But we talked for LAFC, like all these teams have more depth, like what is actually going on here? I mean, even New England didn't even play and they looked tired. It's just, I mean, it's the CONCACAF Champions League. That's what
0: happens. These teams are, you know, it's first games of the season, right? And for Colorado really, Look, they go down to Guatemala for the first leg, don't get a result, unfortunately, to Colorado, and it's like below freezing temperatures <laughs> almost. And look, and look, you can say that Colorado, oh, they should have the advantage because they play that. Look, one has an advantage. That so, point. Really? So, I I mean, we went to penalties, they got the one goal uh, counted offside because of VAR and the the rest is history, but all fair, fair play to Las Grandmas because they, uh, they're going through uh,
3: Say in a country there where the average temperature in February is 78 degrees to go somewhere where it's 9 degrees, I still say that's a disadvantage. I don't like leaving my house when it's 60 degrees. So I can only imagine what those, they were taking the pitch in Colorado.
1: Well, at least you have that nice, uh, very warm red coat. Yes, I'd like to. Indeed. I didn't should have to have done diligent research, but I'd love to see how the League MX teams' games like this wear – they uh, had a ch- conquer Camp Champions League. I'm sure there is a dip. I know f- for these MLS teams, it's okay if you drop some points in MLS. Let's get it right. I'm addiction about an MLS team winning it this year. I'm standing by it. I think there's some minutes there. Focus on that. The league needs it.
2: So Colorado, we've all said that that offside call was probably the correct one, but it was, like, tough, tough to do. Colorado was just kind of devastated by the result.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Sorry about that. Tech difficulties. Let us know if it it sounds a lot better. I think it does. That's how it works. I like the sound of my own We're all helping each other out here. I was seeing you guys in the chat, trying to chat with you guys. Thanks. I like the shirt. I I like the Hawaiian shirt vibe. Uh, But we were talking trending topics. So the topic that we, we were trying to talk through while the technical difficulties happened were CCL teams crashing out of CCL.
2: Good against Mexican teams. Not so much.
0: Guatemalan teams. teams.
2: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just referencing Montreal had a great result against the Mexican team. And then sure against Orlando, it didn't even look like they were there. They yeah. eventually got a red card. They didn't want to be there at all. Kyoto, Romel Kyoto was like, oh, I'm out. And just took him, removed himself from the game.
0: And then Colorado got thrashed by LAC 3-0. And I know they got knocked out by, by Los Cramas. And then New England Revolution, they didn't even play in the CCL, and they looked a little shaky against Portland. So what's up with that, man?
3: I think in a situation in which there's the race to win the CONCACAF Champions League for an MLS team, they're throwing everything that they can within these competitions. I mean, the next round of matches happens in a week. And sure, we've seen some great performances from that of a Montreal. Sure, we saw great performances by Seattle putting up five goals against Motagua. I was at the NYCFC game. I mean, they killed Santos. I mean, <laughs> he went. so, for I mean, we could call a mulligan on these games if we could see an MLS team win a CONCACAF Champions League.
1: I predicted that an uh, MLS team is going to win the CCL. Like I'm that. sticking by it. There's still some great candidates, even without Colorado. New York City FC, who did lay an egg against the Galaxy. They were all out of sorts. So, when I saw that, and then later that night, we saw what happened with Seattle. You certainly got the feeling that there's, there's just something amok here. Not just with not getting results, but not being able to score goals. I'm sure it's happened to League MX teams in reverse. When they were successful, you got to get used to playing a couple games after not playing any games at all in a week. So uh, I, I truly expect everyone to bounce back. There's some good candidates there. And uh, they, the three teams that did make it through, that played, all got through convincingly.
2: Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's worth it, right? Especially because Seattle's the only team playing at home after their, after their round in the CCL. So, if yeah. you're Colorado, Montreal, New England, even to an extent, you're going on the road. The CCL prize, if you can get it, is much worth it. And we know that for the first couple of weeks of MLS, I mean, yeah, you want to win games, but if you lose a couple, not a big deal. Like yeah. you're, you're still in it. it Seattle knows really all about that. They know about starting about slow. That.
1: That's kind of yeah. their M.O. So, Nothing's, nothing, and, and Nashville's a good team. And we talked about teams in the Western Conference. Nashville's going to cause problems, and that is a Nashville-type victory. One, Santo.
2: But there is a, the flip side of that: the the form that you want to have rolling into that next week. I mean, uh, is a disappointment. Like if you're, let's say, Colorado made it through and they didn't, <laughs> but let's they get thrashed by LFC, that would have been tough to then turn around and let's say ha- have to take on like a Mexican side or something like that. Like if you're if you're Montreal right now and you've got Cruz Azul next on tap, you would have liked to to play at least reasonably well against Orlando because. Mm. Cruz Azul's at least on par with Orlando, if not better. It's kind of a bummer, no? Or
1: uh, By the way, some people are saying that they don't have the depth, and that's a very valid point, J33 sizzle. It is. Like that but
0: name.
1: there's something about these MLS teams There's a little more depth, certainly with Seattle. Certainly with Seattle, look at them. Certainly with New York City FC, which we're supposed to lose some players, they're still intact. Those two teams are well-equipped depth-wise. Is it on the league MX standard? No, but it's getting pretty close.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, well, at least it's competitive now, right? I mean, right? past years, MLS teams would be knocked out almost immediately. But now you've seen a couple of MLS teams in recent history kind of go the length all the way to the final, none of which have won the Concacaf Champions League yet. That at least, if it happens when, like that, it means it's going to happen soon. It well, has to. All I'm saying is, now, whether it's a Liga MX team, whether it's a Canadian Premier League team, whether it's a team from Central America, these teams, if matched up against MLS teams, are going to have to try to be competitive. These are not juggernauts, but but good teams you have to face to get to that final. It's not a walk in the park anymore in the CONCACAF Champions League.
3: No, it and it is really exciting to see four MLS teams advance, and there is a good opportunity we could see a couple of them in the finals. I mean, there's one team from Guatemala, a couple of teams from Mexico. Major League Soccer teams are starting to catch up to the rest of the fray, and that's an exciting thing. And you you said earlier that you think an MLS team is going to win the CONCACAF Champions League. I said last week I didn't, but after the previous set of matches, after seeing NYCFC do what they did, I'm feeling a bit more confident that an MLS team
1: can do it this year. They need to get a big result. One of these teams have to knock out a Pumas, a Cruz Azul, or a Leon, who are all capable of winning it. But if they can get that in this quarterfinal, because that's where the teams, the MLS teams fell apart last yep. year. Get through there. Get multiple teams in the semis.
2: All right, moving on. This weekend, an MLS youth was served. Uh, Caleb Wiley seals the win for Atlanta, 17 years old. There was quite a young contingent across the league. Actually, LFC is kind of the reverse of that. We brought in all veterans. But there's yeah. a lot of young guys coming through. Uh, Philly, you showed me New York just signed a 14-year-old?
3: A 14-year-old kid. I, I didn't even know how to tie my shoes at 14. I was wearing Velcro until then because I was afraid to learn. 14 years old uh, signing. 14? We didn't have
1: Velcro back in my day. <laughs> you didn't have shoes back in your day. They no, They invented the
3: wheel. <laughs> but, I mean, a 14-year-old kid signing a professional contract. Freddie Aduhu.
0: Caleb Wiley. <laughs> good. Caleb Wiley also on his debut too. Not just seventeen years old, but also on his debut. Signed a Atlanta. homegrown contract six weeks ago. Yeah.
2: And in front of that home crowd. Come on, that's gonna well, feel good. You know what I saw posted today? Caleb Wiley has a picture with him and Joseph Martinez, and Joseph Martinez basically wrote, "Keep working hard, Joseph Martinez." That's oh, when he was younger. Yeah, when he was oh. younger, when he was an academy kid. Isn't that that's pretty cool? That's that's the type of story we want to hear. But like, MLS trend obviously is younger, but I think this is slightly different because this is younger and domestic.
1: Yeah, Without these cl- clubs in Atlanta, he's from Atlanta. Yeah, What was the pathway for him a few years ago before there was an Atlanta United? Correct. Atlanta's doing very well. Remember the guy that he replaced, George Bello, was a good young. So the South is coming to life with development. I'm not talking about the the South it, is Georgia. South, the South will rise again. Let's <laughs> play some Leonard Skinner. we got a couple guys <laughs> from Alabama. Chris Richards from – I don't know why we're telling. Uh, Chris Richards, like, Tanner Testman, <laughs> Guys from Tennessee. Guys from Louisiana. Uh, these Southern clubs are, are finding that talent, so it's pretty good. I love Caleb Wiley. He looks athletic. I love the fact he's left-footed, too. Uh, very, He's got a lot going for him. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think another guy, J- Jalen Lindsey, who is now with Charlotte, he's, he's a Southern guy, but he had to go play Was, was SKC. he from North Carolina? Yeah, he's yeah. from North Carolina, but he had to go get That's the South. at SKC. Below the no, Mason-Dixon line? Really? This, yes. no this is, okay. this is the, the farther point, the
0: point that soccer is growing in America, not just on uh, the entertainment value and the yeah. amount of viewers watching the games, but Talent is being produced yes. by the mass numbers now. It isn't just like, a, oh, you get a, a Landon Donovan once in a yeah. while. No, it's, a, oh, you get solid soccer players. Maybe not world beaters. You have a good league on your hands.
3: Yeah, great academies. Obviously, we saw a lot of the products that have come out of FC Dallas. The Union are doing great things. Obviously, Atlanta doing great things. Talk about Caleb Wiley again. I mean, the kid turned 17 in December. 17 in December, homegrown contract a uh, a month later, and then to score a goal in the 89th minute to to pretty much seal the deal for Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, the young talent is rising. The South is rising. The U.S. is rising.
1: You mentioned Philadelphia Union, which to me has the best academy Mm -hmm. right now. Because, obviously, you have Paxson Aronson, who looks like he's going to follow his brother to Europe. Jack McGlynn, a couple yep. other guys whose names escape me. It used Anthony to be Fontana Dallas.
2: Is playing in the second division in Italy. It, so, you, places you didn't expect. Philadelphia, the South, which gets,
1: tells you in New York, and Los Angeles, South Texas, those places it's going to blow up at some point, And it will.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the big thing is he didn't just contribute. He helped them win the game. But teams are seeing that, like, you can get paid from this. Kevin Paredes played, like, Half a season with D.C. gone for $7 million. Obviously, Ricardo Pepe is the big one. Moises Nyman probably not far yeah. away. So, these teams are, are getting not just the money for it, but they're getting the results, too. And so, I mean, don't Matt forget, Doyle was always big on player kids. Don't forget Gaga Slolina, yep.
1: number one for Chicago, and he's 16. Yeah. yeah. He's a goalkeeper, six foot four. Sure doesn't look 16.
3: Well, what are your or thoughts double. on the fact I'm, that they're comparing I'm him to Gigi Gunman. Buffon? Would you take any
1: kind of offense to that?
3: <laughs> yes. 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 I figured you would. I was curious. Gaga
2: Solina is going to be a very good player, but... Remember, he's 16, 17. Goalkeepers don't come really good until they're in their late 20s. So let's pump the brakes on. Kevin, the let's give back. it 10, Kevin, ten
0: years, and he's going to be 26. Maybe Dona
2: roma Maybe you start with Dona roma who's young and done had those Gigi Buffon comparisons before you go that high.
1: Real quickly, Kevin with some great advice, and I think we were touching on it. Don't put too much
0: pressure on these kids. You're absolutely right. Very important. Um, these kids
2: are not listening though. They're not listening though. Next, next up, yeah. we got uh, a
0: really a race that's really heating up. From the top. To the bottom, the race to the wooden spoon. Mm-hmm. Is that an accepted term in the United States? I thought it yep. was more At common least in well,
1: MLS. The wooden spoon
0: in MLS, MLS has embraced it. Yes, yeah, good. So Cincinnati losing 5-0 to Austin, who didn't do that great last year.
2: Yeah, Austin's a team that you could actually consider might have been in that race a little bit. I mean, they've got some better signings, but they haven't really performed.
0: And then Charlotte losing 3-0. I know. We have said that they did play well, all things considered.
2: Yeah, Max enemy. and I, are all, we don't, we're not too worried about Charlotte, I feel like. No,
1: I think they're going to struggle, but I was impressed how they played. It got unlucky with the goal that was disallowed, yeah. but they showed some fight. Granted, they didn't play a very good team in D.C. United, but F.C. Cincinnati, I don't think there's any yeah. excuse. But the
2: flip side is F.C. Cincinnati, like what is – yeah, what is your excuse? At, at least I, I would
0: say go – just – Already call it quits this year. You know what I mean? Just play, play it out. Play just USL, kind of cruise. Not, <laughs> no, not go to USL, but just kind of cruise along the MLS season, and then you'll have a blank
2: canvas for next. Yeah, year. but didn't Cincinnati? Weren't they on board? And I know this sporting director has since left because they brought in Chris Albright. They brought in Pat Noonan. But weren't they on record of saying we need four more transfer windows to sort this out? How many more transfer windows do you need now? Can you need A- four CS? more years
0: of transfer windows Any, for anything You know, happens. the funniest thing that I saw, not to just keep hating on Cincinnati, but they did lose 5-0 on the first day of the season against Austin FC. Yeah, yeah. MLS was posting all the team's like, newest additions on their socials. And everyone had, you know, uh, we had Kellen Acosta, Maxime Crapeau. Galaxy had uh, yeah. Douglas Costa. Or an some Alan big Velasco in Lorenzo or Lorenzo yeah. Insignia. But then Cincinnati had Alec Khan and Ray, Ray Gaddis as their two big additions. Oh, you mean a guy that was retired? A guy season? who was yeah. retired? Like what? Yeah.
1: They're going the MLS like, route. That, that was a little worrisome about their offseason. Considering they had such a big offseason earlier with Acosta and Brenner. Uh, I have faith in what Chris Albright and uh, I don't. Pat Noonan did with Philadelphia. It's just going to take a while. But the folks in Cincinnati don't have any reason to be patient. They have been patient long enough. They have that incredible stadium. They've created a culture. But if it doesn't get results, that's going to go away. Not the stadium. That'll stay there. But a lot of that else.
3: it's be. funny to let it go two minutes into the uh, into the season. It kind of reminded me of that family guy skit where Stewie's at a Mets game and they say, here's the first pitch and there goes the season. And that's pretty much like the equivalent of what's going on with Cincinnati. I mean, they even had an own goal at the end, although Gita's, uh moved to uh, Make that goal happen was still pretty darn cool. I mean, but statistically, they were behind the entire game. At least with Charlotte, they were in the game. They maintained possession. They had better passing accuracy. Cincinnati, that wooden spoon's going there. And it's a good thing because you eat chili with a wooden spoon. That Skyline chili is going to be fed with that wooden spoon this there,
1: season. Is there another candidate for the wooden spoon? Inter Miami, I thought looked okay. I thought they might they be were, a yeah, candidate. They too bad. Yeah. He uh, was but, all
2: right. You know, the Boston's I mean, obviously, won, obviously won, improved. When well? we say the Whitecaps? No, I don't Not think yet. So. They were just a playoff team, and we think they're going to get better. Uh, Max will know this name, Bob Euchres from that area of the world. Maybe they need to have him as their play-by-play guy. He can turn it around. What sh- about this guy bringing outside? up the
1: Mets uh, in, in in an MLS conversation? That might be a first. Well, <laughs> I had to
2: FC Cincinnati and Mets. What do they share? Colors. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, That's I do true. like that blue and
3: orange. And they
2: both have great stadiums. They, they do
3: very best. Although there is a foul stench coming from <laughs> TQL Stadium, and that is FC Cincinnati.
2: All right, moving on. Let's talk about both LA teams. Celebrate victories! Looking very good. We're a very happy LA soccer town right now. Uh, obviously, LAFC dismantled Colorado. Uh, Galaxy did it a slightly different way, but they did it with their star player. How, and, how is LA feeling in, in the greater scheme of things? Respect to
0: the Galaxy for also beating the defending MLS Cup champs, right. who are currently playing in the CCL, who just thrashed. Who their looked opponents. like one of
2: the most dangerous teams I, in. The CCL. Look, if you told me before the
0: game, I thought that NYC this would be a walk in the park for them, and it, and it wasn't. The Galaxy were, were able to really. Make the game pretty tough. It looked like an MLS match, if you know what I mean. I
3: mean, it was a t- I mean, there was 44 fouls in that game between two teams. Like It was pretty darn physical. But to see Chicharito come into his zone, got a nice pass from Raheem Edwards, but he still broke Maxime Chino's ankle. He still had to make that play happen, and he had a banger, banger of a goal. What excites me, though, is we're, maybe we're going to finally get to see Carlos Vela square off against Chicharito. That's something MLS has been dying to see.
2: That's something we've been to dying that. to see. Max Bretos tweeted that out. How many? How how long did you wait to tweet that out after the Galaxy? A good
1: 30 minutes. Yeah. Huh. just Because I want to see space. April 9th, uh, Dignity Health Sports Will Park. They're the going to play. We have not seen Chicharito Vela. Year. And the publicity's all been Chicharito Vela. We would love to see it. I, I, you look at the rosters of these two teams, they're going to have good seasons. And make no mistake, we're in Los Angeles, and the local news are covering both these teams. It's in the bloodstream. When they didn't make the playoffs combined last season, this was – Bringing alarm bells in the MLS offices. This is a flagship town. Both these teams need to make the playoffs, not one, both of them, so that you have a healthy MLS. I think they both do. They got to stay healthy, but they look really good.
0: And I love what Greg uh, Greg Vanney's been doing uh, at the I, Galaxy. And I will say, for the LAFC fans who are watching right now, as well as maybe some Galaxy fans, don't. I'm not telling you not to hate the other team because I love passion and rivalry. There's no other person on a on a fan basis that doesn't like the galaxy more than I do, but we want both teams in LA to do well. You want Hate them not, when you not play just, each other. Not just making the playoffs, but both Chicho Retail scoring goals, Vela scoring goals only makes that El Trafico yeah. derby. Imagine a Western conference final between these two yeah, teams. The, this would city would get
2: it would be bonkers. nuts. Well no fact of the matter is this. Look, RSL was in the playoffs last year, and that was a cute little story. David Ochoa <laughs> was fun. funny. was the only story. When they win a game without taking a single shot can't have that you got to have seattle 2016 Cup. because <clears throat> you know a galaxy is at least going to have the star power that they're going to muster a shot on goal against seattle and obviously we know LA, lafc so you got to you got to move on from from the RSL. anyway
0: team. but very good for for both la teams
2: all right well let's move on to our next little game here you guys remember fill in the blank right like mad libs <laughs> Com- yeah mad libs mad libs a little mad libs has stood the test of time that even you they have that's pretty good uh, well, this is basically that. We're gonna be given a phrase to complete. To complete, none of us know what that phrase will be. Not even me. And I know everything. Okay. This is let's take things <laughs> off. Who's <laughs> going first? He knows everything. It's called tapping merchant. Oh. And okay. basically, like we said, it's it's all you gotta do is the finish. You you put it out there. Oh, we're tapping it finish. in. You gotta tap it and in. You just tap. in So it I'll the read it, it. You guys fill in the blank. So maybe you guys like whoever comes up with the first one, okay. just go for it. Family friendly, right? Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go.
1: Here's the first one. We can all scream up if we get something.
2: The first one – I'm going to have to read it from the bigger one. The most impressive win this weekend was – LAFC. Austin.
1: Austin because they they were able to get some – they were able to just exercise last season.
2: I'll go with Austin too because LAFC didn't surprise me. Although – Somewhat surprising. Like, we didn't think they'd be that good that quick. Um, but, I mean, we talked in the last show. And, and I just want to say, we've bit, been but.
0: crapping on Cincinnati for the past two shows. But let's give some credit to Austin for coming into their second season when their first season was not good. Coming into their second season with a 5-0 win, the biggest win on opening day point. In, of all time in MLS. So, so
2: Gomez Jr. says respect. Nashville.
1: I like that shout because they went to a new conference and they beat the top dog yep. in that conference. So, good Nashville yep. with – uh, a, a real wake-up call to the West that they're not here just to make up the numbers. They're a very good team. But, but I, I did my top 10 DP rankings. I did you not did? have Sebastian Briusi on there. Mm-hmm. He might be on that list when we do it in a few weeks because he looked really good not, for Austin. Not call not back to guys? Mexico
2: Top 10. Join us when, when we're going to have that. Uh, and for you guys in the chat, this is exactly what we, we want you to do. Get in there. Let us know Baby. your, yes. your tap-in for this one. So let's, let's move on to the next one. You guys play along with us. Let's see what we got here.
1: Bum-bum. This is exciting.
2: Alex Patos first MLS goal was I yeah.
3: <laughs> long awaited long awaited. Yeah. I mean he came in with such high expectations last season. Unfortunately he got a, a sustained a knee injury only played five games zero goals zero assists. Maybe this is what he needs to get on track and to start doing things down in Orlando. Yeah. I am
0: shocked. He's still a professional footballer. He's he's still only 32. He's still I young. Know, but, like, just, so many just injuries. think about everything that he's done throughout his career. It's crazy to me.
1: People don't – this was the next big thing to come out of Brazil. He was the he was biggest boy. star to come out of Brazil and obviously had a nice career in Italy and briefly in the Premier League. Right? Was it Chelsea or – Chelsea. Yeah. But so, I did. mean, this guy, he's still very – relatively young. So, I feel good for Pato. And you could see it etched on his face. So, I'm going to say cathartic, just kind of – I use that I word a lot. But it was – you could see it dripping off. I'm
2: going to say it was a team goal. I mean, it really was – they, I think it was like a 13-pass move. It really was engineered by Oscar Preya in the way he kind of sets up his team. Yeah. Pato just had to finish. Somebody but said oh, Orlando
1: looked good. They really
0: did as a yeah. team. But he did. And
2: he just had to finish, but he did. So you got to give credit where it's due. He was in the right place at the right time. And
0: I will say, again, for all of you biased viewers, I'm as, bi- as biased as they come. I like, when, with I, I like it when I like it when I like it when MLS teams do well. I like that Pato scored. I liked these players coming in, finding their feet. I don't want Chicharito to, to get injured. I don't want Pato to get injured. I want this team to be at its best every single week.
2: Yeah, no more 0-0s like uh Houston yeah, or Orlando. We, I want MLS I w- Cup threat, by the I way. I
0: want to be entertained by Colorado versus Nashville on a, uh, I mean, we need True on Wednesday game. Night. Where, where
2: the games from up and down the schedule are compelling. That's when we know this league will have made it. Okay, next one. The best thing about MLS opening weekend was... The fact that it was MLS opening.
3: I was going to say the fact that it just was MLS opening weekend. I like that. It came through earlier than expected because obviously it's a World Cup season. I like the fact that we started early.
1: I was going to say the kids, under 21 and under. The kids. The kids, whether American developed players. We talked about Caleb Wiley and Gagas Lolina, But Facundo Torres at Orlando uh, certainly comes to mind. Talis Magno didn't play great, but he's playing for New York City FC. So all those young players from... Here or abroad, I thought brought a really exciting layer. And that's reason enough to watch MLS because these guys are going to be playing somewhere. Dallas
0: Maglum might be playing at Man City in a few years. Who knows? I'll, I'll agree with Philly. I You know, I don't take any hard drugs. Sorry, Max. But um... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> but not so, so hard. But, but Major League Soccer Advil. Is, is my thing. It's my favorite thing to watch all the time. I just love that it's back in better than ever.
2: It's all about microdosing. Wait, what yeah.
1: are we still talking about? What are you guys talking about? I don't know. I don't know either. Too I don't old know either. for
2: that. Did, did we have another tap-in merchant? Or should <laughs> yeah, we let's get go? a quick one in. Let's get a quick one in. Yeah, we got we to just move on. We do not have another one. It's actually to you, Connor, to move us along.
0: You know what? I like memes. I hey, bet you, you do. They, they are the spice that makes social media so delicious, right? There were some great ones from this weekend. Some dunking on Cincinnati, as we did, which is too easy. Some... Ripping the pids apart, <laughs> like LAC, uh, and others too spicy to put on the show. You know, we're trying to avoid any contact con, uh, content strikes. Yeah. There you go. A little spicy? No? All right, so without further ado, here is our choice for meme of the week. What do you guys think? Can't wait.
2: Here it con- comes. Oh. Like, is, is it Connor? Is Connor the meme of the, of the week? week? Is it just my face? Uh, people in the chat, if you could make Connor a meme, I would love it. <laughs> All right, ready? Here we oh. go. Vancouver
0: Whitecaps went to Lower.com Field for nothing. Uh, <laughs> I get it because the score line was.
1: 4-3. Hey, uh, Miguel Berry, that's the one to watch. Derek Etienne,
0: watch And this is courtesy of official MLS memes on Instagram.
2: We love a good pun.
0: Yeah, it is. We
2: feel like you. You said I'm not a big pun. Vancouver is gonna be a wooden spoon contender I, do you really look, feel
0: that way no I, I don't think they're gonna be wooden spoon contender but losing 4-0 against look Columbus is good Columbus if, crew were the champs just the year prior I though. know but it's Miguel Berry and Derek Etienne jr. I'm sorry no, like Miguel
1: be, Zellan, they'll be good he's
0: good but not like he's not chicharito
2: so come on 4-0 well, is?
1: chicharito get is gonna out of here chicharito
2: <laughs> okay more memes Moving on. Not more memes. I know you love memes. One and done? Yeah, we're one and and done. done. Uh, But for you guys that are in the chat, the memes are something that you guys can send to us. We'll we'll use your memes. Tell us what your favorite memes are. We would love to do that. Yeah, tag us at 110Football. Yeah, tag us at 110Football on social media. Uh, We'll we'll use your memes. We'll give you a shout-out. All right, let's get back to CONCACAF Champions League, shall we? Uh, Last week, the CONCACAF Champions League round of 16 came to a close, and there were some surprises to say the least. The quarterfinals don't start for another week, but we wanted to dive in while the results are still warm. Let's start with with a couple teams that, uh, you know, let's start with the ones that won't be playing next week. Colorado and Santos. What do we make? Colorado and Santos crashing out, crashing and burning. They should not, neither of them should have been crashing out at this stage in the competition. Am I right?
1: Santos shouldn't have lost to Montreal, but Santos have got their issues. I mean, they're struggling in Liga MX. Colorado did not get the reinforcements they want. Even without them, they should have gotten by Comunicaciones, which is one of the great names in world football. So, hats off to the team from Guatemala.
0: And credit where credit's due for Montreal. They came,
2: Montreal looked they came amazing. In, a,
0: in a pretty bad situation to to move forward in the CCL, and they, they won big. Jordi Mihaljevic with a goal, too.
2: Right, Looking good. And their reward for winning big? Cruz Azul. Ouch. By eight, but by but, but, the way LAFC's uh, CONCAC. Well, but look, if they're, they're able right? to
0: beat Cruz Azul and make it to the semis and maybe to the final, that's a that's a story. I think they count. have a
2: shot. I think they have a shot against I think Kansas. they're going to get
3: smoked like a brisket.
2: Wait, wait, no. Well, let's I'm let's, let's talk this out real quick. <laughs> Amen. How, how how will they have a shot? In what way? What do they need to do?
1: Well, they've got to they've got to play as as swashbuckling style like <laughs> they did against uh, define, Santos. Define so club def- Going after it. I mean, they kept pressuring where Santos had to submit, and it was Kyoto and it was Mihalovic. They've got to stay organized, but it was it was, I hate to think it was a blip on the radar, but it was a it was a Montreal team with conviction, and I think they could duplicate it. There is talent there, well-coached, keeping it together. I, uh, Cruz Azul is not playing at the level that we have seen in the last couple of years. I think they had a bad result this weekend, too.
2: No Jonathan so, Rodriguez. No I
1: mean, jo- uh, so there's a shot there. I'm very awesome. intrigued by that matchup. Here, here, here's I, the plan. Hot take. Remember, Montreal had a big run to the final back in well, the day as well. They
2: did. They did. But here's the plan. And I'm, gu- I'm guessing the first leg's going to be in Montreal, so drop that one. Lose it 3-0. Go to go to Mexico City, play in Cruz Azul. They'll think, you know, we got this, Cruz Azulado. <laughs> wow, it's that over. would be ult. That's what you do. You just I want
1: a heck of a roll of the you dice. Use it to your advantage. I'm, I'm going to say it. this: if they lose three zip at home, maybe at the Olympic Stadium, which I think they played last time, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they're not going to advance.
2: Okay, you're probably you're probably right. All right, let's let's move on to the teams that did well. NYCFC looked like the best team in the competition. Seattle also hammering a, a lesser competition in Montagua.
3: Thoughts? And I was at that NYCFC game, and at no point was Santos ever into that match. Santos of Costa Rica, by the way, not obviously Laguna. They, they look great. Or Sao Paulo. They're, or Sao Paulo, yes. yes. Their passing was on point. Tyus Magno looked pretty good. Obviously, Thiago, their new pickup, he looked good, too. I mean, they were, they were a team that looked like they can go far, not only within CONCACAF Champions League, but they looked like they could be set up pretty well for MLS. Literally, yes. Santos had no prayer that
2: entire match. So they're on the side of the bracket where they might have to play each other at some point. Seattle NYCFC, who who do you guys think has the better.
0: I like that. Those are two big, winnings, big names. Yeah, it, it, you would
2: almost would rather they don't play each other until the final, but yeah. they'd have to play each other to get to the final.
0: Well that would be great if
1: they did make the semifinals. Santos have to get by Leon, which have stubbed their toe in this competition in recent years till LAFC. Because of the comunicaciones result, you have to think New York City FC a heavy favorite to make it to at least the semifinals. If it's New York City FC, LLC Seattle, we can really start to put fire on the fact that an MLS team could win this. Maybe they get help. You have Montreal and New England on the other side, but that side of the bracket where the MLS clubs have a real shot—that's
2: yep. that's the best side of the bracket, though. Like you said, right? Leon's on that side. I tend to think that NYCFC is my—they're my team to beat. I think that they can take this. I really do. The whole think thing. If an MLS team is going to take it, it's going to be NYCFC. Just because they have that—that that mix of kind of grit with like the Chano, the Collins. And then you have the, the youngsters in Tyus Magno. I, you know who I really love? Santi Rodriguez. That's my guy. When he's playing well, that team plays he's really
1: well. a big well. pro. He, he came through the city group. He's a guy that, uh, that <laughs> Manchester it's City a relationship has done it.
0: So, no. It's with a Y, not an I. <laughs> yeah. I just want to give a shout-out to the Comunicaciones. <laughs> yeah. You did it Communi- this time. You said it right the first time. Comunicaciones. The uh, their goalkeeper in the penalty shootout against uh, William Yarborough uh, came up big time. I mean that was probably one of the most entertaining penalty shootouts, other than Chelsea Liverpool. <laughs> uh, but no, it was a, it was a very fun. So look, I'm not saying NYCFC isn't going through, but I'm just gonna say it's now it's competitive, now it's anyone's
1: game. That's a really good candidate for MLS New York City FC, but we got to see them do it.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying they got the mix of talent and the experience, and uh, Soccer USA is with me, at NYCFC. Uh, last yes, up. that is
1: a Defenders of the Bank pin, Daniel.
3: Thank yeah, you and very much.
2: And Seattle's
1: got to get uh, Rui Diaz <laughs> back because he didn't play this weekend. So that's uh, Ruby and Pistolier. We've
2: kind of previewed it a little bit. What's the best matchup in this next, this, next round for you guys? What's the one that you got to like, watch it? You're going to be watching it no matter what?
0: Montreal, Cruz Azul.
2: Yeah, Easy. why? Uh, it's the MLS,
0: uh, Liga and I think those are two very big teams. Uh, both pulled together good results. I mean, Cruz Azul played Forge FC, so they kind of had a walk in the park. That's your but, team, though. Well, well, sure, because I'm I'm a Canadian Premier League fan. After but the first leg, there was still some drama in it. So okay, yeah. that that first leg it should have been zero zero. The goal that Forge let in was a Forge own goal technically. Yes, that wasn't a Cruz Azul scoring. That was a Forge FC somehow. So you're not
2: it calling goal. that a screamer from distance?
0: No. Uh so I I think this is a a game that Montreal can show that they're really in contention. Other than the the other side of the bracket, Seattle NYCFC. That's who we keep talking about. But I'm saying. Like, Montreal could easily sneak their way into the final.
1: I don't think anyone wants to play Montreal. I have the same pick as the, the best quarterfinal matchup because of what Montreal were able to do in that first league against Santos. I think the Liga MX teams are on guard going, what, what, what do we know about this team? And then they'll think about it. Many years ago, that the, uh, the then-Montreal team made that huge run. But it's uh, there is something very dangerous about this squad. And I think with Kyoto dipping his toe in the fountain of youth and finding it, Mihalovic. On a tear to get back into the good graces of the men's national team. They are a dangerous team.
2: I'm interested in New England Pumas. Because Bruce Arena normally sets up his teams to play so well against MLS teams. But this might be his first team that actually could do something really big in international competition. But I'm still not sure. They just seem so set up for MLS and not so for the continental game. Maybe that's just me.
0: If it is, in fact, an all-MLS semifinal, I will, like cry because of... mean all four teams in the semis? Hypothetically. It could happen. I would cry because I would already know that an MLS team is going to the FIFA Club World Cup. Just pretend it's a regular week in MLS. Do you
2: think it'll happen, though? Like, Pick your semis. What's the semi going to be? What do you mean? Like, who do you think is gonna make it? Who do you actually think is gonna make it into the semi?
0: You want me to pick my bracket really yeah. quick? Yeah, sure. Okay, NYCFC. Okay, I think Seattle's gonna make it. I oh, think they're gonna okay. beat Santos. I think Montreal's gonna make it, but I think it's gonna be Pumas. Here's I don't, the I, Wow. I don't. I, I don't. I, 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 don't, I, don't Leon, th- not I think Santos. Santos is already out. Sorry. Yes, against Leon. So I think Seattle is gonna be able to pull. Out, I mean, look, they crushed uh, Montugua. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, but they have, oh, a, I pretty, they so have a pretty might team. Have a I, I see Seattle doing it. I see NYCFC doing it. I see uh, Montreal beating Cruz Azul, but I don't see uh, at the. Ra- I don't. I'm not. Also, oh, oh,
2: Pumas are the only Liga MX contender still in. I'm not. All con- four MLS
1: teams have a shot in their quarterfinals. It could be four MLS teams in the semis. It could be, it could be none. It really could. They're all. It's Which gonna means be tight. it's
2: setting us all up for the heartbreak of MLS. We're going to lose. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> the good, the bad, and the
0: ugly. Isn't just a movie a I've never <laughs> seen. Uh, on Max Day, I'd also never heard of it until reading this copy on the screen. But I'm told it's a good movie and that I should watch it, so maybe I'll add it to my list. But we like to be positive here on this show, so we'll ignore the latter two and instead focus on the good. <laughs> that was a roundabout way to get to that. <laughs> Guys, who is your MLS player of the week, Philly? It's a no-brainer. The
3: guy who absolutely needed to come through for a contract for his team was Carlos Vela. So we talked about this last week his contract expires in June and so there is no offer but as per Taylor Twelman there may be a negotiation 18 to 24 month deal potentially happening but he came out and he scored three goals he came out very big a penalty kick with look Carlos Vela doesn't always convert on penalty kicks he had one and then a second goal pushing Abubakar off him. he muscled Abubakar a guy who's a pretty thick dude with his own right and then that third goal That third goal was incredible. Carlos Vela-esque. But despite the fact that he had a hat trick, what I loved about him, the passion that he played with. And there was one sequence, I think in the second half, where he ran back on defense and ended up getting a whistle, a foul blown against him. But you can see him running back. He was fully engaged. He clearly wants to stay in L.A., and he gave that uh, indication to all of us that based on his performance. Player of the week, I think you said it earlier, if you have a hat trick by default, you need to be the player of the week.
2: You do need to be the player of the week. But, hey, I said that in rehearsal. Don't throw away. <laughs> uh, before I move forward with mine, I'm going to point out that Kevin S. in the chat reminded us that Max Bertos was a model, bro. Connor. So don't be calling him ugly. Well, I forgot I was going to do Milan. that bit and then I got <laughs> to the New
0: ugly York part. and like my, I, just I just naturally pointed oh, to yeah, so the I was originally going to do like a that. very fun bit where I went the good, the
2: bad, maybe the Vince. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right.
1: No ugly here.
2: Well, I'm just stalling because my pick is Carlos Vela as well. Like it's like Philly said, when you score a hat trick, it's pretty much default. Technically, how you said that you're going to be playing. Yeah, you said it for me, but they didn't get to see the rehearsal. Once again, you, that's sorry, sorry, sorry. Public sorry. consumption. Stupid, stupid, uh, stupid. But Philly, all Philly's points were were brilliant. The the big thing I'll point out though is it's it's not just going for the contract. The guy's just having fun, man. Yeah. He's having he's having a good time. He's smiling. I don't know what you guys are high fiving about. But really <laughs> well, he's like, a can't. comments. Hey, hey, we're, we're, we're the ugly so ones. So that's why we high five. Actually,
3: Connor, babes, you and I are. one was so good.
2: I, did we get on camera that they missed their high five? Oh, no, that was this. All right. All right. Well. Okay. Uh, I've been talking about. Thank Vela.
1: you, thank you, out the. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> it's
2: it's Vela. Let's move on to hey, Mexican or Max, Max, do, do you have somebody different?
1: I think Vela? we should have a. I think there's room for a Mexican team in MLS. I think it would be an interesting expansion, if possible, considering there's no promotion relegation. I too will say Carlos Vela. I'm not going
2: to want to spend that money though.
1: <laughs> I too will say Carlos Vela. You have to say it when you think of the last two years he's had, all that he's gone through obviously the pandemic, which everyone had to, but injury after injury, couldn't get healthy. To come out there, you could see it etched on his face where he just said, it's back. Because when you get to the age of 32, 33, coming off injuries, you have to wonder if you're going to play at a premium level. He did everything a classic Carlos Vela could do. Uh, technical. Uh, he was hot cold-blooded in his finishing. He was strong in those setups. And I, I love what you said about the penalty because – if he misses that penalty, the conversation around LAFC, and this game could have gone much differently, does Carlos Vela take penalties move forward? Chicho was so good last season. Carlos Vela took it, so that penalty was no minor detail. Well, I mean, if he misses that great. penalty,
0: who knows what happens in the rest of the game if he scores yeah, yep. three or two. And then the conversation isn't, oh, Carlos Vela, MVP, player of the week. It's, oh, should LAFC Should we have Chicho taking should, penalties? Should Carlos still be on the team? Should we pay him? Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Speaking of injuries, I hurt my back sleeping. So,
1: oh, man, welcome to my <laughs> world. Welcome to my world. Is that what
2: happens when you get old? Get a better yeah, pillow. I just gotta resituate this Spend pillow. Spend money on a good pillow.
0: Um, my player of the week, although of course it's Carlos Vela. Right, MLS even announced it themselves. Uh, I'll just give an honorable shout-out to Michael Estrada. Uh, Two goals on his debut for DC United, one being a penalty, and then, again, it was against one spoon contender, Charlotte FC. Although they did play fairly good, all things considered, their first ever MLS game. They were
2: going to go up 1-0 and had to have
0: VAR it. And VAR races, which was (laughs) – it's tough. it was pretty funny, though. Watching it as a neutral, seeing uh, Charlotte score the first goal, and I was like, oh, yeah, and then, oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I tweeted, I said, congratulations to Charlotte for your first goal. You'll never forget it. (laughs) And then I I check back 30 minutes. I go, you delete. It's it's an extreme example, but
2: it it does show us how VAR has changed the game because it does mess with your mentality. You thought that you had the first goal ever in Charlotte history. You don't have it, and then you're just kind of not in the rest of the game. And you kind of can't blame them, but we we all kind of sit here and think, they're not going to be quite as bad as everyone is starting to think just because of that 3-0
0: But just to reiterate, Michael Estrada, two he's goals. Very, but reiterate, he's very good. Two goals on his first game, on his debut. Uh, you can't uh, deny that. Chicharito had a good game as well. Um, so did Dominguez. Two goals on the night for, yeah. for Austin FC. Uh-huh.
2: How about old Jacob Schaffelberg?
0: You know what? Speaking of players around the league, Team of the Week came out. Raheem Edwards uh, with the
2: assist to Chicharito's goal. We had some
0: very fun picks.
2: The team of the week is always a point of contention. Let's check it out. here's the thing. Raheem Edwards, Carlos. I don't don't get the Joseph Martinez. And Marshall Ruddy. Joseph Martinez had two assists in that game, which Ah, was good. But those defenders, um, let's see. Edwards, Carlos both had shutouts, uh, but Edwards is getting it for his pass. Uh, Ruddy did not. Marshall Ruddy did not have a shutout. How do you not have Jesus David Murillo in there?
1: Thank you. Marshall Ruddy did play well. So and he is the wonder Rio. kid, 17 a, years of age, ramped in Ontario, valued by Toronto FC at $20 million. So if you want him, you're going to have to pay. Trained at Arsenal what and about, Liverpool.
2: What about Steve Torundolo not getting a shout as the – Gary Smith's a known quantity. He went out and played Gary Smith ball against Seattle and basically stole the – Yeah, the I don't hand. hate the Gary Smith I call. Think, no.
0: I, I think the Gary Smith call is just to give Nashville a little bit more credit instead of giving them a they Oh, play. they got they Godoy got in there.
2: Yeah, they got Godoy in there.
0: I, I mean, the it's not a bad – Team of the Week, but I feel like there's a weird inconsistency between stat, statistics, and then just like what they thought. So there's some players that are like, oh, they put stats on the board, and then some players that are like, yeah, right. He's 17,
2: he played good. Yeah, that's where it gets. I good. don't get that. And then a guy, you know, Martinez, Martinez. has two assists, and you put him in there. He's not no. Well,
1: Estrada, scores. to his point, scores two goals. He's a forward, right? Yeah, and he's not up there. Should. Should be on the team know. of the week,
2: and and exactly. Chara and uh, Dominguez are also both forwards. Yet they're in that five-man midfield. Uh, just uh, there's too much. There's just too, it's just too much. Do you know what I like? A lot of things. <laughs> Talking to the chat. Okay. Well, what about it? Do you
0: guys want to ask us some questions? <laughs> it could be about his shirt. Oh, it, could you, about, and, okay. and it could be about anything. It could be you about my shirt. It could questions. be about
2: uh, MLS this week.
0: It could be about Vince's back. Your
2: words. <laughs> yeah. If you guys want to check on my back, are what situation. controls
0: us for the next couple minutes. Okay. And what if they don't ask any questions? Yeah, what if they
2: don't ask any questions? We, hey, then we get well, the up. Somebody asked right? Raheem Edwards
1: call? question mark question mark. Good for Raheem. Uh, he was it, good to him. Get some tenure at a club. Did good. Did well at LAFC. Remember, he was on an expansion list. Uh, initially, So if he can become a, a regular for the Galaxy, this is a guy who's put his work in. We're all pulling for a guy I, like
0: Raheem. I think I mean, this that
2: left-back spot is for him to win. I it's think open.
0: the Raheem Edwards we see at the Galaxy is exactly what Raheem Edwards was a little bit destined to do after his Toronto FC days. He he needed to fit in a system like the Galaxy's and kind of cement a starting spot. And then he went, obviously, after Toronto FC, and we traded him to Montreal. Then he went to Chicago for a bit. Then he went to... Uh, Minnesota, he didn't really fit. And even with LAFC, things didn't click, and now he's back with Greg Vanney, and I think he'll uh, – Yeah, his, this co- is, his
2: current coach is the one. Uh, exactly. This is a big story
1: that we probably should talk on, is uh, the Sergio Ramos rumors. And it was initially to the Galaxy, who have three DPs. Sergio Ramos, uh, PSG, hasn't played a lot. He makes crazy money. He's I don't know how you're going to pay him. Yeah. And no one pays defenders that kind of money. So I don't think – look, Just Don Garber that's came that's out that's that's said. and said, this is not a retirement league. When Neymar came and said, I, I want to come to MLS so I can have three months off. That's not going to cut it. You got to want to come here because you want to, and it's only—it's not going to help you, even if you're a legendary figure, unless you come in here with conviction. That's why it's going to be pressure on Sheridan Shakiri, who's 30. Same with Lorenzo Insigne. You got to come here to produce. Do
2: you think he can? I think he, I think he Insigne? can. Insigne? No, for for Sergio all. Ramos.
1: Of, I think he'd be good, but not at what 10 million a year, which no, is probably what. No, you can't what,
2: pay 10 million I, a year. I, I but just, that's what Miami will give him. I make that back in Jersey sales. No.
0: <laughs> no, no. I want to. Uh, That's a
2: good question. Do you want to, anybody want to hear how jersey sales never get? You never get paid back for it. I, that? I, I you don't. I want yeah, to I just know. jump
0: in here and say really quickly. Although I love your questions about LAFC specifically, how they're playing, maybe maybe save those questions for the LAFC show and maybe talk about some some MLS. We like talking about MLS for the MLS show, but we also do love talking LAFC on the LAFC show.
2: Yeah, I mean we're. To to be honest with you, we wanted to really do this show not just because it branches out, but we are all big MLS fans. Like you, MLS I watched a
1: lot of MLS. Yeah,
2: you will catch us, you know, hitting up that uh, ESPN Plus and watching out of market games. Uh, I watched probably four games this weekend. Which oh, I always get that question from from my significant other: uh, Are you working, or is this for fun? <laughs> and I have to lie and say it's just for fun. Which it is, but I am working, too. And I, I do. I really do enjoy watching MLS games. So uh, Did Bryce if MLS Duke questions, suit me up?
1: I wish. No, did he suit up? Uh, <laughs> did not. Did not. Right?
0: What do you is, it, is, are you asking, did Bryce Duke suit up Connor? Or <laughs> okay. did Bryce Duke suit up Kevin Connor. Connor?
2: Kevin S., let's do this one. Let's do top three kits, but you can't use LAFC.
0: Okay. Now that you saw them
3: being played in. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. Well, I'll tell you something that kind of changed my mind. And I actually, it didn't really change my mind because I really fell in love with it. So the NYCFC kit, how we were talking about how it it conjured up images of Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie. I didn't realize this until I was at the game at Bank of California Stadium. Their supporters group, the Third Rail, if you look at that logo in the hand, they had that same exact line. So that little line on the NYCFC kit was actually like uh, an homage to the Third Rail. I sort of dug that, made me appreciate that. Jersey a bit more. Okay, good I like explanation.
2: That. I do like little hidden Easter Easter eggs for just your fans. So you could say a team could look. We could look at it and go, I don't get it. But you saw it, and that's kind of cool. That's cool. It's it's actually nice. It's refreshing that MLS teams are taking it. I would say Portland is one of my favorites, and that's another. It looked one good in, in
1: play too. It looked good on the players. Yeah, it was Portland.
2: It, it does not look good as good just the shirt, but with the with the short combo, the maroon shorts, the white socks. That's
1: pretty. I like soft. Miami. Inter Miami too with the collars. It's the, grown on me. Miami. It's a proper pink, which is a great color for uh, for soccer teams around the world. You think of Palermo and some other teams. I'll just
0: go with Miami and Columbus RIP, Palermo. Purely on the fact that they just went back to their actual colors. I'm glad that Miami went to pink and I'm glad Columbus went back to yellow. So just uh, off They call of that. it gold, bro. Gold. <laughs> You're yellow and black. Don't say
3: gold. Get out of here. That's yellow. I guess another thing, just to kind of piggyback, what? as much as I love the Portland jersey, a buddy of mine, Ron, who's probably about your age, I'd say, mentioned the fact that the, I didn't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> so I didn't mean Sen- that in a bad way. It was just highlighting I just said, the fact My dad, that he was, he's about your age. <laughs> he's, he's, he's 75? Oh, ooh, see, that was right. a lot worse that than what I said. Shot. What that he said about the Portland cheap. kid kind of made sense to me. me. It looked like older furniture. And yes. when I thought about that, it looks I'm like, like, "The upholstery of your grandma. It does yeah. Yeah. You like can like you smell have, mothballs yes, of it. Yes, and you would have <laughs> the plastic <laughs> on it and like cat pee and never. Uh, I, like, no, I think that's a
2: good shout. <laughs> I like this question from Chris. What MLS X Wooden Spoon contender team looked most improved? So somebody that was really bad last Austin. year. Yeah, Austin, Austin FC, five nil. No. Tell okay. you who wasn't. San Jose. Ooh. We didn't talk about them at all of this show. Yeah, that—that's that, a bad thing, man. You don't is, talk is, about Almeida trying to just set a bomb and detonate it while he's still there. <laughs> that just he's talking doesn't... about how he's not—he's like ten months left on my contract, and I'm out. Uh, we didn't sign the players I wanted. Like he's not doing that. To hear this, hair. I
1: think him cutting his hair was an indication that he was dropping bombs. To hear him say that at the beginning of the season, if you're saying, "I feel for the earthquake fans," you're like, what, "What's going on?" I mean, and they were active. They brought in Jamiro Montero. They brought in a couple players to help them, but it doesn't look like they're going to be in the playoffs. Looks like they're going to take some bad results because of the way they play. You know, and this is part of that Bielsa tree, so to speak. You know, Marcelo Bielsa out. It's like that kind of style, very hard to maintain. And losing a little traction on the world stage in in various destinations. Also in a league where you can play in temperatures
2: that are too hot throughout the summer. Your roster's not as deep. Like, it, it works in Argentina where you can put, like, the fear of God into these guys. And it's kind of built in. Bielsa-ism is built into the, the Argentine DNA. I don't think you could come and do that everywhere.
1: See, he's had a long spell there. He's had a long spell with very limited results. All right,
2: well, no, one more. A producer wants me to move on, but I want to get one more from, from Max. Max is not doing his DP rankings. because we're going to do that once a month, but Max, could you give us just a, like, one, just a one little hint player. of like who, if you were doing it today, what would you be your surprise? just mentioned it a little bit earlier.
1: Was it Driussi kind of getting in there? I think Driussi might slip into the top ten. Lodero will probably drop a little bit, although he played in the Champions League and came off the bench for Seattle. Um, Interesting. I I didn't have Joseph Martinez in there. I probably should have. He'll probably be in there for now. And I think Carlos, who was at number two, moves to number one. And Chicharito, who was three, probably moves to number two.
2: Okay. Well, if you love Max's DP rankings, you got to join the show every week. We're going to have him do it. Once a month, so it gives some time to have some movement because if he does it every week, it might stay the same because DPs are supposed to be consistent. All right, let's move along. The show's wrapping up. We're going to go to stoppage time. Who is up first? This is basically our chance to give just a one-minute rant of something we're thinking about in the MLS sphere. And Max Bredos, the voice of LAFC, is up first. What is your stoppage Remind time? me what it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: oh, yeah, keep an eye on Young Talent. I touched on that. <laughs> I, I couldn't read my handwriting for a moment, but it's like <laughs> I can see where it is. It is. It's right there, handwriting. Uh, it's a lot prettier than mine. Keep an eye on the young talent. Uh, domestic and abroad. The, we, we saw guys play important uh, roles within this team. Gaga Slodina looks like he's going to be the number one. Jaquiel Marshall Ruddy. Caleb Wiley scoring the goal. Paxson Aronson came off the bench but looked good when he did. Guys that we're not going to see a lot in this league because the European teams have these guys in their crosshairs It's quick. We think of Brian Reynolds. He had a good few months to play. He moves to Roma. MLS is a a league now where you used to get a good deal. You can still get a good deal. It's not as good as it used to be, but still much better than if you got a guy in Brazil or Argentina. American talent is on the up and up, and it's not just the American talent. The young South American talent has been very good as well. So keep an eye on the talent. It's a nice subplot when you watch games. Look where they're playing. And tune in. So you can tell your friends. You can tell your guys on the panel. Yeah, I've seen that guy. Mm. I saw him first. That was a good – That's a lot. good – I like that.
0: Right to the camera. Uh, my stoppage <laughs> time is that Major League Soccer is the most entertaining league in the entire world. And say what, what you want. Say what you want about the level of play and, and promotion relegation. First week back, every single matchup this week, was unbelievably exciting. The 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 whether it's the the Carlos Vela hat trick, the Yimichara bicycle kick. There's so many storylines they couldn't even fit on one whole page. You know what I mean? The the fact that we're even getting through this. And look, we we've, we've had to miss there's some talking. Some, I had
2: to bring up San Jose. We weren't going to talk about them at all.
0: There's so, games you're so, going to miss. You can't so, miss fourteen so, so games. Again, say weekend. what you want about the level of play in these past five ten years. It has gone unbelievably better. On top of that, the the amount of players whether it's young uh, South American players or young not domestic. as many older uh, European guys coming to the league. This league is growing across all corners, and it's and it's amazing to watch. And on top of that, it's just fun. Each team is fun in its own way. It's new, it's contemporary, it's modern, it's hip, and it's fun. I don't want this to be another uh, Premier League. Why Why can't we appreciate that there's no uh, promotion relegation? Why can't we appreciate it, that there's domestic trades? It's fun when it's unique. Y'all complain too much. Wow. you turned that (laughs) quick, huh? It's (laughs) your fault.
2: (laughs) He's like, let's all be friends, but no. All
0: right, Philly, you're up. Uh, The
3: MLS Cup will be in L.A. And the question is, which LA? And obviously, coming into this... Are you this, tipping your hand,
2: or are you just yeah. going gonna... mean, to... Way to hedge your bets. <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah, you can hedge your bets that way. Obviously, with two teams being in LA, that gives you a higher probability, mathematically speaking, yeah. like two divided by the number of ML... Anyway. There's technically r- two r- teams r- in r- New York, r- too, r- but... Well, no, that's not true. The team is in New Jersey. Get that right. As a native New Yorker, I take offense to that. Harrison is not New York.
2: Oh, just I, saying. I almost got a whole ten-minute stoppage. Alright, let him go on his rant. Let's go. We're, I mean, that kind
3: of... Finish it out. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I was very cautious coming into the season about LAFC obviously we took a little while for the team to be assembled we didn't know what was going to go on and then as the roster started coming together you started going from cautious to slightly cautiously opt And after this last performance, it's more cautiously optimistic. They've really plugged in some holes within the midfield. Ilya Sanchez had an absolutely outstanding game, and he didn't make that many mistakes. The defense looked good. The fact that they were able to stop Portland – I'm sorry, Portland – Colorado on attacking set pieces speaks volumes. So that's my argument for one side of the L.A. team. The other L.A. team, they also looked pretty good. They grinded it out with a really tough NYCFC team. Despite the fact that they went and played a couple of days ago, it was an exciting match Hard-fought, 44 fouls. Raheem Edwards, eh? Raheem Edwards might find some new yeah, life. We're, now we're getting Raheem's the, getting a lot
1: of pub out here. Yeah, well, maybe maybe he's 44. fueled by
3: some of the, uh, the the tweets he's been reading on, on on Twitter. But to see Chicharito maybe come into form, if they can plug in some of the holes in their backline, we might see two LA teams battle it out in the Western Conference. I think one of those two LA teams will make it to the uh, to the MLS Cup. That's my thought.
2: All
1: right. Everyone well, loved uh, the New Jersey rant, so that's good. That is <laughs> good. good. That is good. Yeah, I could do a random button.
3: For
2: my stoppage time, me and uh, Isaiah from the chat were on the same page. The only thing that matters in MLS is is goals, and that's why you need a number nine. Look at that Galaxy match. Galaxy, that was a quintessential Galaxy match. They didn't do much. They kept it at 0-0 in the 89th minute. You have your star player who's a finisher. Finish it off. When you have a guy like that, you can win games in MLS, games that you probably shouldn't win. On the flip side of that, you have RSL-Houston, a nil-nil game. Now, Houston... Did go out and get themselves a nine in Sebastian Ferreira, who I think is going to be very good, but he's new to this league. Steve RSL Clark played good. As nothing. He played okay. But you if you have yourself a nine, you give yourself a chance in this league. Michael Estrada comes in for D.C. you got to get goals. All that matters is goals in this league, and to do that, you have to have a goal scorer that you can count on even when your team is not playing well.
1: Colorado, a perfect example. Doesn't have a number
0: nine, and they suffered.
2: Yep, bingo.
0: Well, that was very very fun thank you guys that was a show for watching. that
2: was a show it was it was, like a, it was
0: a show uh, it doesn't look like a snake no it looks like it, a rubber ducky it does, <laughs> it does. <laughs> okay bang easy just like that uh, i want to thank all of you individually this was a very fun second show uh, i want to thank you guys for sticking around, especially after those technical
2: difficulties. I, I, I yeah, heard that it sounded like we were it underwater. It was a
3: test. We wanted to see how many people really wanted to stick around. Hey, so, but,
2: but tell your friends, because this is the MLS show. I'm sure you have show. follow teams other than LAFC, other than the Galaxy. We're going to cover it all here for, at the MLS show. So come join us. So thank you, guys, and we will see you next week.